Ben Wasserman Show on this amazing Thursday night. It is June 29th, and I got a whole lot to talk about. The Yankees are coming off their third straight series win. The vibes might be fully back. The Yankees are doing exactly what they need to do. I'll get into that. Domingo Herman, the biggest story not only in Yankees universe, but in Major League Baseball and in sports, throws a perfect game. The first one since 2012, the 24th in Major League Baseball history. I will get into that. I have a story about Domingo Herman's perfect game. It's not a good story in terms of my viewing of the perfect game, but I'm sure you guys know what I mean by that. I will get into everything, but I just want to say first off, I hope you guys, the audience, whether you're listening on Apple or Spotify, watching on YouTube, watching on Twitter, I hope you guys are having an amazing day, having an amazing week, and thank you very much for tuning in here to the Ben Wasserman Show. Okay, let's talk about the New York Yankees. So last episode was with Ben Taylor and I did not post that on Apple or Spotify because I was thinking I'm going to do this episode and I'm doing this episode right now. So why should I post an episode that I filmed yesterday, today, and wait to post this one tomorrow when I can just do this one and just sum everything up in one. So basically yesterday I did a show with Ben Taylor. It was a fantastic show. I love my man, Ben Taylor massive Mets fan. If you don't know who he is, he's my friend from school. We do a show at school every Thursday morning on a, it's it's called Com Radio. It is a radio station, so it is on their website. But during the summer, we do shows here on StreamYard, streamed on my Twitter. Um, he does a Mets podcast. It's at Mets News if you want to check it out. But yesterday, we Took a deep dive into what's wrong with the Mets. Took a deep dive into Steve Cohen's press conference. I talked about the Yankees. But I will basically say what I said about the Yankees now. I will say what I said about the Yankees yesterday right now. Basically what I said is they looked horrible on Tuesday. Their offense was atrocious. But since I did the episode yesterday before the game... Before Domingo Herman threw a no-hitter, I basically said, Domingo Herman, please be good. Um, He was good. He was insanely historically good. And I said, offense, please wake up. The Yankees cannot lose a series to the Oakland Athletics. Fast forward about not even 12 hours because of the day game today. And Domingo Herman throws a perfect game and the Yankees win the series. So that is basically what I said yesterday. I didn't upload that, but if you want to check it out, it is on Ben's Apple and Spotify at Mets News Podcast. So there you go. Let's get into Domingo Herman. Who would have thought Domingo Herman would throw a perfect game? I mean, you look at the Yankees starting rotation. You say Garrett Cole. You say maybe Carlos Rodon when he comes back. You say maybe Luis Severino, but since his injuries, he probably can't even pitch that many pitches that it takes to throw a perfect game. Domingo Hermione threw 99, but that's that's an anomaly there. Who would actually think it would be Domingo Herman, A guy who in his previous two starts gave up what seemed to be 300 runs. A guy 
who, yeah, when he's good, he's good, but he's never perfect game good. I mean, even when he was dealing in Los Angeles against the Dodgers, he gave up that big home run to J.D. Martinez, and he was giving up hits here and there. He was great, but to be perfect game good is just different. And before I get into his actual start, and I mean, there's not much to say about it. It was perfect. As I titled this episode, Domingo Herman threw a perfecto. Zero hits, zero walks, zero hit by pitches. Perfect. But here's my story. The Yankees game, I live on the East Coast. I live in New Jersey. The Yankees game, if you live in the East Coast, started on Wednesday night at 9.40 Eastern time. I had to wake up this morning, Thursday morning, at 4.30 a.m. to get on a bus to go to New York City for my internship at Sirius XM. Not complaining about it. I love doing it. But I had to be responsible and go to bed early. So I went to bed at 11 o'clock. To be honest, I didn't even realize Domingo Herman had a perfect game when I went to bed. I then slept through history. It pains me, pains me to say I slept through a Yankees pitcher's perfect game. Pains me. But I know it's not just me. Because I'm sure 95, I'm good, 95, I think that's a safe number, 95% of Yankees fans who live in the East Coast, which is like 90, 80% of Yankees fans as a whole, probably didn't watch the perfect game. It's a Wednesday night game against the Oakland Athletics, and the night before, the Yankees scored one run. And again, Domingo Herman is a guy who gave up what seemed to be 300 runs in his previous two starts. So I went to bed not thinking there's no reason to watch, but I went to bed because that was the responsible move. And I didn't think there was any way I was going to miss history. I mean, a perfect game hasn't happened in 11 years since 2012. And then I wake up. At 4.30 a.m. And my phone is flooded. And that's not a flex. I mean, well, I guess it kind of is. But my phone is flooded. I got my brother in all caps. I'll read you the message. In all caps. He said, "This." I mean, this is history. I took a screenshot of this text because it's history. He said, are you up? And then eight minutes later. Dude, you got to be referring to his previous message. You got to be up. And then four minutes later, 12-11, all caps, perfect game, perfect game. Mixed emotions when I read something like that. First emotion, what? Second emotion, wow, that's awesome. Third emotion, you have to be freaking kidding me and then i have texts from my friends and i go on twitter and it's all over the place i said before it's the biggest story in sports so i guess the first emotion what i kind of touched on that domingo Herman, not a guy you would think would throw a perfect game second emotion 
Wow, that is awesome. First ever Dominican player to throw a perfect game. Fourth ever Yankees player to throw a perfect game. Don Larson in 56. David Wells. Cone. And now Domingo Herman. And Evan Roberts on WFAN was stressing this a lot during their show today. He said there is a huge difference between a no-hitter and a perfect game. And he is 100% correct. No-hitters happen every season. No-hitters happen. People talk about it the next day, but never talk about it again. I mean, let's just be real. When is the last time Yankees fans talked about Corey Kluber's no-hitter? Probably the day after. When is the last time? I can't even think of examples. I mean, this is proving my point right here. But perfect games. You bring up David Wells, you think perfect game. You bring up David Cohn, you think perfect game. Don Larson, Ward Series. You bring up Felix Hernandez to a Mariners fan. And they think perfect game. And now, for the rest of his career... And for the rest of sports history, you bring up Domingo Herman, you think perfect game Wednesday night against the Oakland Athletics. It's awesome. It is truly, truly awesome. I am having a call right now and I want to answer it on air. Ethan, I'm doing my show. You're on air. Anything you want to say to the show, please be PG. That's what I'm talking about, baby. A Ben Wasserman show update. The New Jersey Jackals first place walk off. That is what I'm talking about. Patterson to the top. Back to back walk offs. He walked it off yesterday in the first game of a doubleheader, and he walked it off tonight. Same player. Insane. Keon Barnum. Put him on the map. Keon Barnum. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter. What a beast. Thank you for having me on the show, Ben. I wasn't expecting this, but you just lightened my mood. Of course, Ethan. I never decline your calls. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Domingo Herman. I will call you right after. All right. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your night, everybody. And LGR. (laughs) Okay. See ya, Ethan. Uh, good man that was. I figured I could decline and send him that text. Sorry, I'm busy right now. Or I could answer and we could have some fun. Back to the topic. Domingo Herman. For history, a perfect game. It's awesome. It is awesome. And then the third emotion. I was pissed. And I still am pissed. Because there is a huge difference. And there is a huge difference in feeling, in emotion in excitement, everything. In watching a perfect game, there's the lead-up. Sixth inning, seventh inning, he's perfect. His pitch count looks good. You get the alerts on your phone. You get Twitter. You know, you get the chills. You get nervous. In the celebration, huge difference. Oh my God, he did it. You go crazy. But when I woke up at 4.30 a.m. on a Thursday morning and I saw that Domingo Herman threw a perfect game, I didn't get any of those feelings. 
because I didn't watch it live. And those feelings can't be fabricated just out of nowhere. Those feelings are from the lead up. It's from the game, from the drama. When I woke up at 4.30 and I read it, I was happy, but it just, it just wasn't the same. And it pains me that I didn't watch it live. And there's nothing I can do about it. But it is what it is. Because luckily, I guess, I'm in a club with many more Yankees fans. But I wish I wasn't in that club. Because there is no guarantee that I will be alive for another perfect game for the Yankees. I think there's a high chance, but there's no guarantee. And that is what it is. But Domingo Herman had probably the best moment of his career on Wednesday night, West Coast time, Thursday morning, East Coast time. And this is what I want to say about Domingo Herman. And this is something that's actually been bothering me a little bit. I made a TikTok video and it was a Domingo Herman appreciation video. And I was ecstatic for him. I was so happy for him. I was happy for him. I was happy for Kyle Higashioka, for the team. But I was really happy for him. Because this is a guy who did horrible things three and a half years ago. Paid his price for that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that lightly. What he did three and a half years ago was absolutely disgusting. But he's come back. He was up, pitching well. Then he gets suspended. Went back down. And he's not a guy who's a fan favorite. This isn't Aaron Judge. This isn't Garrett Cole. These aren't fan favorites. This is a guy who's truly, honestly lucky to still be on the Yankees. And lucky to still be pitching in Major League Baseball. And last night he had his moment. And I am happy for him and for the team last night. And what I'm mad about and annoyed about is how Domingo Herman had his moment yesterday. But people are talking about the the poor moment, disgusting moment that he had three and a half years ago. And I am a firm believer in second chances. I'm a firm believer in... Allowing people to reprove themselves. And again, I'm not saying what he did three and a half years ago was right. It was disgusting. But I am very happy for him and what he did last night. And some people aren't because of what he did three and a half years ago. And I know I'm kind of talking in circles here, but there is no reason why last night's perfect game People should be bringing up his past. People should be happy for him last night and celebrate with him instead of saying, I can't celebrate that. I can't be happy about that because this is what he did. That's in the past. And that has nothing to do with baseball. He was on the Yankees yesterday. He pitched for the Yankees yesterday and he threw a perfect game for the Yankees yesterday. And every Yankees fan should be 
thrilled about that. So that's my little spiel there on Domingo Herman. I think he had the greatest moment of his career, of course, to now, but probably forever. And it was absolutely amazing. And how about Kyle Higashioka? This is a guy I mentioned Corey Kluber's no-hitter a few seasons ago. Guess who caught that game? Kyle Higashioka. So a lot of people only mention the pitcher. And the pitcher throws the ball. The pitcher gets it done. But the catcher calls the pitches. And if the catcher doesn't call good pitches, or if the catcher and pitcher don't have a good relationship, then the perfect game probability is a lot slimmer. So I'm going to give my credit to Kyle Higashioka. Congratulations to him. And a lot of credit to everybody. Because you can't have a perfect game without everybody. Herman did his job. Higashioka did his job. The fielders had no errors. Matt Blake did his job. Aaron Boone did his job. So an overall historic, amazing, and excellent night in game two of the Oakland Athletics series. And the bigger picture, well, I guess not the bigger picture, but the smaller picture in a perfect game is the Yankees won the game and their offense put up 11 runs. And after a terrible game on Tuesday night, the Yankees bounced back with probably the best game of the season. Stanton hit a home run. I mean, about time, right? About time. And then a monster fifth inning, which lasted a, a century. Higashioka got a double. Volpe looked hot. DJ got a hit. Stanton got another hit. IKF got a hit. Donaldson got a hit in the seventh. And they topped it off in the ninth with three more runs. So as good as a night as you can get. And that's why they say it was a perfect game. But then the Yankees had a quick turnaround, a very quick turnaround, actually, if you think of it on where they were in West Coast time. They, so in East Coast time, their game finished at 1215 Eastern. Let's just say they're partying or post-game festivities, whatever that consists of in the locker room or the pictures or whatever. Let's just say that ended at 1 a.m. They probably went to bed around 1.32. And then they had another game, I'm talking Eastern time, at 3.30. So a very quick turnaround. Not even 12 hours. And then on the West Coast time, their game ended at what? Like 11-something, played at 12. So a, a very quick turnaround. You get the point there. Well, no, not 11-something. So uh, before that. But you get the point. And the Yankees had a game today, and it was, I don't want to say a must-win game, but it was a game that you, you got to win. You got to beat the Oakland Athletics. You got to win the series against the Oakland Athletics. And it didn't start off too hot. And the Yankees doubt in me, because I still have doubt in this team. I think everybody does. I think everybody still has their worries about their offense. And when the Yankees were down 3-1 to one today in the third inning going into the fourth, I said to my mother, I said, they're going to lose this game because I don't think their offense is going to score four runs. And thank God I was wrong because in the fourth inning, IKF, sack flied, Bader scored. The game is now three to two. 
And then the sixth inning came along, and the Yankees' offense decided to not only show up, but absolutely dominate and blow the skins off the baseball. Donaldson home run, Glaber Torres single, Stanton double, Bader single, IKF single. Oh, did I mention IKF homered in a second? Every player in the Yankees lineup on Thursday contributed. Bopi looks like a beast since the Subway Series, since the Chicken Palm. Stanton, beast. Bader, beast. What a great win. And now I'm starting to get my belief back. Because they had an amazing, they being the Yankees, had an amazing come from behind win on Sunday to win the series against the Rangers. And now they have a great come from behind win today on Thursday to win a series against the A's. We didn't see this from the Yankees a few weeks ago. All we saw from the Yankees a few weeks ago was, oh, you're down to nothing. This game's over. But now we see we're down three to one. Or we're down, I forget the score on, the, on Sunday, but we're down a few runs. We're going to piece something together and we're going to hit the baseball. And I think a lot of that has to do with Harrison Bader's return. And I think a lot of that just has to do with maybe the slump is over. Because there is talent on this team, there's no doubt about it. Guys like Rizzo. Guys like Stanton. Volpe, Donaldson. Yes, their numbers might not be good. But there's no doubt that they are talented players. And although I want Donaldson to be DFA'd, I'm not going to doubt that he's talented. You know, I think he should be DFA'd, but there's still talent on this team. Glaber Torres, I didn't even mention him. And finally, it looks like the offense. Hopefully they can continue. But for now, these past three series looks competent enough to hold it down, stay above water, and keep themselves in a playoff spot until hopefully number 99 comes back. And if number 99 doesn't come back, then, well, hopefully they can get into a playoff spot. But you got to be happy if you're a Yankees fan. And I don't want to hear that it's against the Oakland A's. I don't want to hear that. Because you play the team that's on your schedule. Whether that's the Red Sox, the Astros, or the A's. And if you win a game, you should be happy. Don't tell me, oh, I'm not going to be happy about the win. They should have won. Or I'm mad they didn't sweep. Get out of here. You think this is an easy sport? Do you think the A's just roll over and lose every single game? No, they don't. As bad as the A's are... They still win games. And don't tell me that Domingo Herman's perfect game wasn't cool enough because it was against the A's. And they're a triple-A team. Get out of here! When's the last time the A's didn't get a hit? That's right. It wasn't yesterday. It wasn't this year. They hit the baseball. The last perfect game was in 2012. So don't come here and say it was against the A's and don't say, and I'm not saying, you know, anybody's really saying this, but I, I hear it. I see it on Twitter. Oh, the Yankees should have won this series. Nothing to be happy about. Be happy. Series wins aren't guaranteed. 
beating bad teams isn't guaranteed. So right now, as a Yankees fan, I'm happy because they won three straight series and they're keeping their head above water. And this offense looks good. It looks really good. They scored 11 runs on Wednesday and 10 runs on Thursday. And against the Texas Rangers, they pieced together wins and runs as well. So this Yankees team right now is doing their job and they're making me happy. Clark Schmidt, he pitched fine. Five and a third, five hits allowed, three runs, three strikeouts, three walks. That's fine. You would like to see better. But the Yankees won because they scored eight runs in the sixth inning. And the Yankees' bullpen is as good as it gets. Flat out. Number one in the MLB. Number one in basically every statistic that you look at. ERA, whip, war, whatever you want to look at. Ron Marinaccio, lockdown. Ian Hamilton coming back from injury, lockdown. Ramirez, he gave up a run, but he looked solid. And then Albert Abreu, lockdown. Carlos Rodon comes back next week. The starting rotation is going to be better. The bullpen is the best it can be. And the offense is pretty good right now. Nothing to complain about. There really isn't. You want to complain about Josh Donaldson? I said before I I want him to get DFA'd. He got two home runs this series. Do I think he should still get DFA'd? Yes. But he got two home runs this series. John Carlos Stanton, you want to complain about him? He looked pretty damn good. And by the way, I just wanted to check about Josh Donaldson to confirm. Yes, two home runs. I don't know why I was second guessing that. There's really not much you can complain about. Unless you want to bring up Domingo Herman's past. Fine, do it. But I think everybody should be very happy for the man. That's just how I think. All right, the Yankees now, probably as we speak, or maybe already done, travel to St. Louis to play, I think, what should be a very interesting series. The Cardinals, I mean, this is crazy looking at it. 33 and 46, fifth in the NL Central. But I think it's going to be an interesting series because they don't play the Cardinals every year, so it's going to be cool for the viewer. I love Bush Stadium. And the Cardinals are fighting for their lives. They still have a very good team. We got a good pitching matchup on Saturday. Garrett Cole versus Jack Flattery. Flattery, just not the same guy that he used to be. But he's still a guy that people come to the ballpark to see. And Garrett Cole, you know, that's my man. On Friday, Luis Severino versus Matthew Libertor. Severino had an amazing game against Texas. Looking to continue his Good pitching. And then on Sunday, the pitching matchup is not confirmed for the Yankees. But for the Cardinals, it's going to be our old pal, Jordan Montgomery. So this should be a fun series out in the Midwest in St. Louis. Looking forward to it. I think it's a series that the Yankees win. And if they do, that's going to be four straight series. And that's all they need to do. Keep stacking. 
So that's it. That wraps up the Ben Wasserman show. Domingo Herman, perfection. Happy for him. Happy for the team. Yankees take another series. And basically, the vibes are the highest they've been since Aaron Judge has gone down. And that feels good to say. Everybody, thank you for watching or listening. If you don't already, follow me on Twitter at Ben Wasserman for TikTok at Ben the Sports Guy, Instagram at Ben.Wasserman underscore. Everybody enjoy your Thursday evening or whatever day it is when you are watching or listening. Thank you and peace out.